Well, hello, sweetie darlings. Here's us walking into Deschutes National Forest. And there is some kind of bird making a big noise. And you may hear in the background, there is a big murder or cavalcade or (laughs) something of, I think it's ravens. I don't think it's crows. And they are having a big family reunion. They're hanging out in the high ponderosas and then swirling about. They're all calling to each other. Right now I'm looking at about a dozen of them on one ponderosa, but I can hear that there's others not so far away. Kind of going croak, kind of going grrr, grrr. And then they kind of take a little swirl around in the blue sky and lazily meet back up together, calling all the way. I call to them too. They ignore me. They're like, yeah, whatever a tea from Burning Tarot. We're not buying it. You are not a Corvid like we are. We're not going to pay no attention to that. No siree. Not unless you got food for us which I don't. And um, I didn't bring a tarot deck up here with me today. We are in an area that some folks who live near here call the meadow. I think to most people, this would not be recognizable as a quote-unquote meadow. Uh, it's uh, I think it might be private land in the middle of the National Forest. There is a lot of that. So it's a place where somebody cut down all the trees, except a couple, and then some very young trees are growing back in. And there's a lot of manzanita brush growing everywhere. And ceanothus, which is getting to that point in fall where the ceanothus just has this incredible smell to it. Um, Oh, I just rubbed some between my fingers. It's kind of like eucalyptus, you know, very bracing, very nice. So this area, we walk up here and we can see all kinds of beautiful mountains. Some really aren't that far away at all. We are kind of at the foot of Black Crater. There are some mountain peaks that I don't even know their names. There's North Sister with a fresh dusting of snow. She looks so much better this way than all dry and rocky in late summer. Black Butte, no snow there yet. Mount Jefferson, ah, good old Jeff, I love Jeff. Nice pointed top. He too is dusted with snow and looks a lot happier than when he's all naked like he gets in late August, September. Three-fingered Jack and Mount Washington with his funny nose poking up. He's even got a little dusting of snow. So those are the sights and the card the card for those of you who are more interested in the card than in the sightseeing. Well, I did a virtual card today. I forgot to bring a tarot deck with me or to pull one before I left. So I used my, this very fancy iPhone device that I'm using to record my voice at present. I went ahead and uh, got some internet access and asked the internet for a card. Now, is that legit? Is it legit? in terms of oracular brilliance and loveliness to get your card over the internet? 
I wrote an article about this in like 1997, like a long time ago, for an online magazine. I interviewed readers and astrologers. I think it's nowadays it's up on Rob Bresney's website somewhere, the astrologer who I admire and recommend. He writes the free will astrology you might have in your local alt weekly newspaper. Anyway, way back then, I and those that I consulted determined that, heck yeah, you can get the woo through the internet. The internet is um, quite woo-conducive. So that's where we got our card today. I will admit that I have a fondness and preference for drawing a real tactile card. But this was okay for this particular moment. And we drew the hanged man. Now, who is the hanged man? Well, we drew him from the, um, the online deck was the Smith Rider Waite. So that's one that I draw frequently here on Burning Tarot. Um, nice, familiar-looking hanged man. He is card number, I believe it's 12, in the major arcana of the tarot. The tarot, le tarot, oui, oui, the tarocini, the tarocho. Tarocci is actually the Italian. It's a game. Yeah, the tarot originated as a game and as a learning tool um, and became a fortune-telling and meditation and oracular-seeking device Things change over the years. You never know what the tool of today will turn into tomorrow. Great, fun, very interesting. So, hanged man. So, Major Arcana, that's kind of a big archetype story. Oh, hello, Raven. You're very close to me. And totally ignoring me. Dude. Can I just get a little... No. You got things to do. You got people to see. Birds to fly with. All right. So, Hanged Man. Um, This is a figure upside down. He's got, he's being hung by his ankle. His legs are in the position kind of of a four. And so he's upside down. And his arms are crooked and behind his, his hands are behind his back. And, um, oh, Mount Jefferson looks so gorgeous with some snow. I'll try to take a picture of that for you. And yeah, hanged man. Um, usually he's wearing red stockings, I believe. Now, if I could remember my Shakespeare and my Renaissance and medieval stuff, I would know what that means, but I don't remember. I do remember that Malvolio wore yellow stockings to indicate something or other, and it was all very funny in that play, whose name escapes me temporarily. Um, But red stockings, I don't remember what that means. Um, So, The Hanged Man. I happen to like this card. When The Hanged Man comes to us this way, sometimes it is an indication that we are, we are to allow transformation. 
simply by being ourselves. We are to take a pause, perhaps, from a lot of busyness or fluttering around or trying to impress other people or simply keep up with plans with other people, do what is expected of us in society. That All of that stuff takes a great deal of energy, and sometimes we forget that. And the hanged man has kind of said, yeah, mm-hmm, all very important, and oh well, fuck it. I'm going to hang upside down by a tree in the forest. Um, you can read this card as... Um, a much bigger, um, in a much bigger way, as being about transformation and martyrdom. This goes back to the old, you know, Norse mythology, the different hanged man types of mythologies, where one is transformed. In our culture, uh, familiar with the Judeo-Christian version of that, that would be a Jesus character. Go get nailed to the tree. Um, So, there can be a pause or a kind of stasis with the hanged man. This may be a comfortable stasis. It may not be, because let's face it, if you're upside down hanging from a tree, you might not be super comfy. But if you look at many artists' depictions of the hanged man in their decks, you'll see that often he looks pretty satisfied. He is, um, he's okay with being the weirdo hanging by his ankle out in the middle of wherever. He's down with this. He's either chosen it or he kind of understands that this is fate and he is part of fate's working. So this is a time when we can look at that in ourselves. What does it mean to pause? What does it mean to even sit in discomfort for a while while forces quite bigger than us work on us, work on the world around us. What's our role? How do we know our role if we're always busy running around doing stuff? I mean, sometimes that's our role, right? We're, if you remember um, the TV show Fantasy Island from like the 70s, early 80s? Is that the right? No, Love Boat. Love Boat. the love boat there was this cruise director Julie and her whole deal was being perky and like always having a plan for every passenger and sometimes that's our role but sometimes when the hanged man comes around it's time to say well there's more to me than that role you know what other role could I fill or can I put my Julie the cruise director self to the side for half a minute to have some quietude. It can be an isolating card, but it seems to suggest that there are people around or that people will be around either to witness our transformation or to be affected by it once we're ready to come down off the tree. We're part of something bigger and it does require some solitude, some time with the gods, the fates, the great tree of life, etc. But then we're going to go back in the context of everybody else and our intertwined fates that we all have. We all have these intertwined 
destinies, every decision we make affects somebody else. I think the COVID moment has made that very clear to all of us, if we weren't already aware of it. That knowledge of the interconnectedness can be really paralyzing. You know, like, okay, if I let my kid go to school, even if they're masking at our schools, you know, I'm... That means my family has a much greater chance of spreading COVID Delta around. Eek! So that's like a decision that my family had to make recently. And that's stressful. But the positive side of all this, you know, part of the party? COVID party? No, no, no. Partly. Partly we have stress about it. But partly we can allow this interconnected fate business to let us see kind of the brilliance that's baked into how we live together. The choices that we make and the knowledge. Hanged man is great at all that stuff. Hanged man says transformation is possible, is necessary. He's a harbinger of the death card, which is a a big one for personal transformation when we pull it in a reading. I mean, yeah, sometimes it actually means, hey, someone's going to die. But often it is a metaphorical and symbolic journey. And it's preceded by this hanged man moment. So this is a great time to enjoy our potential for that transformation. To sit quietly with nature, with the tree, to allow ourselves the idea of transformation. Don't have to force anything, you know, don't have to do some spell. Here's how much I wish I could transform, you know. It's more, um, it's more of a stopping, temporary stoppage in order to allow the fates and forces to do their own work on us, through us. But we, the conscious part is that we have to say, okay, I'm going to go hang out with my, hang by my foot in the tree <laughs> so that I can hear the voices or make the transformation. Uh, hanged man can be also a sign of our sort of individuality and eccentricity, which is great fun if you like that sort of thing. Um, so it could say, hey, be your freak self, but remember those interconnected fates. So don't be your freak self in a way that's, you know, heft, heftily endangering other people. Um, and what else does the hanged man suggest? You know, we have a holy glowing core. We share that with, with these ravens, with the ants I'm watching right now. With the spirit of each of these mountains. And the hanged man gets in touch with that and begins to glow in a crown or a halo around his own head. So his thoughts and his smarty, self-conscious human stuff begins to glow as well. But it comes from something deeper than just sort of that human level of cleverness that we often resort to, get stuck in. So that's what I've got for this particular reading of The Hanged Man. Do keep in mind that every reading 
is different. So if we pull this card again, I may have a totally different bunch of blather about it. If we pull a card in context of a larger reading, then we get more, much more nuanced and or kind of pointed perspective on that particular card. I'm T. This is Burning Tarot. I would love to hear from you. If you are listening to these and finding that they resonate with your life, or you have feedback or comments, please send me an email. Burningtarot at gmail.com is the email address, and I would love to hear from you. And um, gotten some interesting notes lately. Maybe I will um, share some of those in an upcoming reading. I'm also going to start doing something new where I will take questions from you if you would like me to draw a card about a question that you have in your life, I can do that for you. And we'll include it here in our group reading on the podcast. So if you've got a burning issue, or maybe you're just kind of general, you're just like, I just want a card about this element in my life. Go ahead, throw it in that email. Burningtarot at gmail.com. This is a freebie thing for fun. Um, I was listening to some podcast about something else and they did something similar to that. I thought, oh, that's really nice. We just have a small handful of listeners here at Burning Tarot and I would love to be able to offer you something like that. Just a little mini card grab of a moment um, that might help you if you're having a hard time or if you're just curious about something. If you need a proper reading, Um, of some kind about a particular issue in your life, I encourage you to check out the readings available on my website, tiffanyleebrown.com, in the shop area. Uh, Some of the prices have gone down. Then again, some of the coupons have expired, so I don't know how that all evens out, but I think my prices are reasonable. Get yourself a reading if you like, or if you just want a little mini reading that would be public, send it in email, and sign it with some kind of name that I can use publicly over the podcast, you know, a nickname or something like that. All right, my friends, enjoy your hanged man week. I hope I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.